Welcome to the Lemon City Live podcast with your host Larry Fresh and producer Fun Gus, serving up the freshest and most delicious sports lemonade in South Florida. What's up, Fresh? Is our turn, baby. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Welcome to Lemon City Live. It's your boy Larry Fresh, aka the Poutine King. All right. AKA Man, you know I had like three of them lined up and I'm blanking out on all of them. Should have written them down. On all your names? Yeah, all the names I've used. Fresh! That one works. Alright. Welcome to Lemon City Live, ladies and gentlemen. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Soccer Shape, the ultimate in gamified fitness. Oh, Cafezinho, right? Cafezinho? Yeah, Cafezinho, that was another one. There you go. <laughs> Ever wondered how pro athletes train? Visit SoccerShape.org to sign up and find out how. Find them on Instagram and Facebook, at SoccerShape. No soccer experience needed. SoccerShape. Train like a pro. So today is Lemon City Live, or this is the Lemon City Live podcast. Yep. I am Larry Fresh with the uh, microphone and the headset on. And to my right, I'm joined once again by the one and only producer Fungus. <laughs> A.K.A. producer Fungus. Okay. <laughs> A.K.A. I always wanted to call him Uber Gus, but then he stopped Ubering, a.k.a. It's been like two years. Yeah, I know. Did you have any other names? I don't think so. All right. Oh, the fungus. Well, yeah. The that's producer fungus. Yeah, huh? that's where it is. Producer. No, you're just getting that? <laughs> 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 All right. On today's show, we're going to talk about a lot of nonsense, but we're back after a, a week off. It is, uh, what's today? Wednesday, the 25th. Shout out to our listener, Evan. He's like <laughs> our one listener. To our one listener. To our one listener. It's his birthday today. So happy, happy birthday, birthday to our friend. And um, anyway, it is Wednesday the 25th. And the Marlins are, what's the score in the Marlins game? What's well, 0-0. Zero, zero. They're, they're, they're keeping toe with, uh, with uh, Kershaw out there in L.A. Anyway, on today's show, we're going to talk heat disappointment. Nah. We're going to talk a little NFL draft. Nah. We're going to talk a little, little soccer maybe, sprinkle that in. And uh, <laughs> Marlins. <laughs> That's a lot of eh. So much eh. It's been a lot. It's been a, it was a rough week. It's been a rough week, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. It's been a rough, rough month. Really? For me, at least. For you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All your teams have been losing. All huh? my teams. Just a bunch of Fanconi over there. Yeah, man. But anyway, uh, but first, first. Oh, God. <laughs> the Indian turns roaming around here. Um, anyway, but first. How's everything going, Gus? You good? Good, dude. Everything else all right? Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah? Yeah, man. Um, so, okay, I wanted to revisit something from a few weeks ago. All right. In a different... I want to spin it around a little bit. So, oh. I want to go back to Star Wars. I know <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> I know I was banned <laughs> from talking Star Wars for a while. And, uh, you know, I kind of uh, kept my end of the bargain. But I'm bringing it back now. But I think I have a good reason. I found a new avenue to bring it in. I... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Anyway, there's uh, I found a new way to 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 to, to slide into the to, to the DMs of this conversation. Slide to the left. Slide to the left. Slide um, to the right. Anyway, okay, so I saw what's this? Crisscross. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. Have you seen that video of that super flamboyant guy who's doing the the dance? No. Oh my god, I gotta show it to you afterwards. Okay. When they go when they say like clap it out, he's like uh -huh. clap 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 <laughs> doing like it's so like awesome, dude. I definitely gotta try it the next time I'm at like uh Let's do it. At a quinceañeras. I Ooh. get to do the yeah. 
What do you, what do you mean, ooh? <laughs> you get excited about 15? <laughs> yeah. No, those are like quinces, weddings, all those things, all oh, those okay. family all right, gatherings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you bust out those dances, Heck man. Yeah, bro. Good save. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I saw Last Jedi, which, nice. uh, all right, if you're listening right now and you haven't watched Last Jedi, I'm going to be fair, and I'm going to say spoiler alert, okay? Next few minutes are going to give away some stuff that happened in the movie, so if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but if you haven't seen it, you should see it by now, because I'm usually the last guy to see it, yeah. and once I've seen it, I think it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I'm the last guy. So I got the movie. I rented it, red boxed it, whatever. And I started watching it. And I'm going to get it out of the way real quick. There's drywall. I definitely saw it, but we're not going to talk about that. Liar. But I definitely saw it. There was no drywall. There was the drywall. I saw it. But anyway, aside from that, <laughs> did you see it? What was your, okay, what was your uh, feeling on the movie? It entertained me. It entertained you? Yeah. Okay. But if you're like a Star Wars purist, you probably didn't like it. Okay. All right. I could see that. But what? What didn't you like about the movie? Was what? there anything that you didn't like that you were just like, eh? I want to see if you're, if you're, you're, I mean, there has to have been something that you didn't like. Could have been a scene, could have been a, a, a theme, could have been something. But was there something that you were just like, eh? Not that I can remember. I saw it in December. You saw it in the end? Yeah, I can't remember if there was anything that I didn't like. I just remember, yeah, I liked the movie. And I'm, I, I can remember, I know there's certain parts that a lot of people didn't like. Yeah. So I know where you're going with this. Okay. This whole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when you when you finally see Luke, right? Yeah. And I'm not even going to get to the one thing oh, first. After, after the staring contest, you mean? After the staring contest. <laughs> so when he's, like, showing his, uh, his the whole fact that he's, like, all cast away on the island to, uh-huh. to Ray, and he's, like, she's, like, following him around. And all of a sudden, there's this giant, like, four-tittied llama or whatever that was, this, like, oh, yeah. giant goat that's just there. And it's, like, like, making these noises facing the ocean. It's raining outside. And all of a sudden, he goes and, like, milks it into like what looks like a Gatorade bottle and then he drinks it and makes this weird face and looks at her and then just keeps walking, just like yeah. just chugs it. Super weird. Super weird. What was the purpose of having that in there? No idea. Like did that serve any any like actual did, did could could the movie have gone on without that scene? I think maybe they just wanted to show <laughs> that he has been able to to eat something. No, you come on, <laughs> man. He's the he's a Jedi master. Like we don't need Verification, like seriously, how much money did they spend on that scene? Because oh, some guy know. got paid to do CGI for this, or or create oh, yeah, a yeah. giant Muppet or whatever it was, and milk it and do that whole scene. Like somebody got paid, like yeah. that, that that guy who's doing that part, who's assigned to it, mm-hmm. he's got to be like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? You know, <laughs> like what yeah. is this? I, I, what am yeah. I working on here? Right? Uh, honestly, like I don't even, that that did not even jump out to me that scene. Like, really? Yeah, it dude. didn't jump out to me at all. Like, that it, jumped out and just I was. It like, happened and I I just I was like, all right, whatever. What's going on with the story? I don't give a shit about okay, this. Okay, well, there, to me, to me, there was a lot of uh little plot holes that were that I found that I was just kind of I guess I was just scratching my head a lot during the movie. Like, oh, did we need that? What was the purpose of this? Yeah. But I I tried not to because I don't want to do a whole podcast about. The Jedi, Lost, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't want to do a whole show on that. Uh, but I started, like, you know, it's been a couple days since I've seen it, and I started retracing my, and I like, like just funneling all my emotions and er, all my observations. Yeah. And I could pinpoint it to one part in the movie that just threw me off for the rest of the movie. That made ca- what created that whole feeling of like, hmm, uh, second guessing, questioning uh-huh. a lot of stuff. When normally I'm the kind of guy who watches the movie and I'm just like, hey, yeah, you know, yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cool man, fuck explosions. I don't care. I'm not that. I'm not our friend Pedro. I'm not the comic book. Uh, even though it's not a comic book movie, but I'm not that Star Wars purist. You know, mm-hmm. 
I don't say that every movie sucks. Um, but very beginning of the movie, when you finally see uh, Luke and Ray, like so, you go back to the other movie, right? Force yeah. Awakens. That movie I thought was the tits. I thought it was great. I thought it was fun. <laughs> uh, I know it was a copy of The New Hope, you know, the original Star Wars movie. It was yeah, the same yeah. basic storyline, you know, Obi-Wan, Han, get killed and everything. But I thought that one was cool because it was an introduction of new characters and old characters. You had nostalgia, you had new stuff, you had excitement, the future, and then you had a mystery because nobody knew that Luke Skywalker didn't say anything in the whole movie uh -huh. and then he only appears at the very end, right? Yeah. That was like a super climactic thing at the end, like, holy shit, there he is with his fucking hand and it's like, you know, robotic and yeah. here comes Rey and she gives him the lightsaber and then all of a sudden, like, bam, movie ends. ends, right? Yep. And they do a cinematic, crazy, wide-angle shot with the drones flying around the island and the 360 shots. Super cool, right? Like, you leave... When go back to when you first saw Force Awakens, you're like, oh fuck yeah, man! Like <laughs> Luke's at the end. I can't wait to the next one. Like you got excited, you know? Yeah. And then you waited two years, and then came out this one. And then, like to me, I was like living in these last two years. I mean, obviously, I wasn't living like, oh my god, I can't wait. Like you know, counting down to the day. But whenever I would think of the movie, I would think, oh man, I can't wait to see what happens. I want to see that moment. Yeah. And then we get, and I watch the movie, right? Mm -hmm. And then I get that moment. And I felt like I got slapped in the face, bro. <laughs> I felt like 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 Lucas or whoever the hell directed this movie just said, "Ha ha ha, shut up!" And slapped me in the face. Because she ha like, was well, not Lucas, but or whoever it was. You know, she ha she hands him the lightsaber. He grabs it, looks at it, and it almost felt. I gotta go back and watch it, but it felt like to me like he went like, Meh, just threw it over his shoulder, like made a smirk and just kept walking, like totally dismissed this whole climactic, awesome, uh, just yeah, yeah. oh like great grandeur of moment, you know, and just dismissed it like very childishly and then i was like wait huh and that just that's what threw me off for the rest of the movie no yeah, i get you i like i was a that now that is something that disappointed me kind of not that moment mm -hmm. but he spent a m majority of the movie yeah just being a little bitch yeah about what had happened before yeah yeah you know like Super okay butthurt, yeah yeah like dude put your pants on and get to work you're a f you're the only fucking jedi in the universe Break, or good whatever point. good point yeah you, you know, know what i mean i was just i was i was taken back from that i was like man yo like like, uh, you're the yeah, you're the Jedi Master. You've been mm -hmm. through this. You know you're living in an isolated place because no one knows where you are because you did this. And all of a sudden, this girl shows up and says, "Yo, hey, shit went down. We need your help." You know, obviously, like it's this is your this is the bat signal going up into the sky. You know, and Gotham. Exactly. This is this is this is the moment. And he looks at his lightsaber and goes, eh, just throws it over his shoulder and keeps walking. Like, okay, he doesn't want anything to do with that whole past life. That's fine. But just it felt very cartoonish. And comical, the way he just dismissed it, and I didn't like that. I felt like if he would have looked at it and just kind of maybe like dropped it to the ground or maybe given it back to her and said, that's not my life anymore, something, you know? Yeah. That just threw me off. And then there's a bunch of other little plot holes that I, uh, I came across throughout the movie. Um, but anyway, that was, that was my gripe. So I was just curious what you thought of the, if you had the same issues with the, with the flick or anything like that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I liked it for what it was, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. there to entertain you. Was it you better than the first one? No, hell no. <laughs> the first one was awesome. first one was much better. What about Rogue One? That, that's still your... Oh, Rogue One is better than all of them. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I remember Rogue watching Rogue stands, One. Rogue One stands with the original trilogy. Really? Yeah, dude. Better than Force Awakens? Yeah, to me, yes. I named my car Finn. Yeah? Uh, yeah, dude. Well, that makes sense. You know, he's my little white stormtrooper. Yeah, with the black trimming. Yeah. With, the, with the black inside. <laughs> exactly. My interior's black, <laughs> so, uh, you know. <laughs> I went with, uh, with Finn there. I, was, I, was, I, I don't know, man. I liked Rogue One. Don't get me wrong. 
I liked Rogue One. I really enjoyed it. I thought the effects were cool. The characters are cool. But I don't know. It doesn't resonate with me as much as Force Awakens did afterwards when I finished watching it. Yeah. Like, I was done watching it. I was like, oh, that was a good movie. You know, like, eh. yeah. But I, no. like, I'm telling you, I saw Force Awakens, and I was like, oh, can't wait, yo. Like, this I next one. I don't know, one. man. Just Rogue One had so many more, especially at the end, where they show Darth Vader yeah. uh, fucking owning all of those um, That's true. rebel guys or uh-huh. whatever they are. And then they show Princess Leia, young Princess Leia. Yeah. And and when I saw when I saw the movie, it was like the day after. Um, oh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher died. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I had all the feels, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> 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 what about uh, Carrie Fisher floating in space in this movie, and just all of a sudden? I mean, I get it. She's a Jedi, but she's not a superhuman. She's not a mutant, bro. All of a sudden, she's in space. She should be dead instantly. And she's just well, like, maybe. hey, all of a sudden, I'm going to fly back to the spaceship. And well, they just go into a coma. Jedis can put, like, a little force field around them. Yeah. I just feel like that's a cop-out. It's happened out. before. I mean, but like it's happened it's before. Out. I feel like that's a cop-out. Like, you know, yeah, like, whatever. oh, I can just put a force field because I have the Jedi and I'm the, you know, But if the they've done it previously. Yeah. You know? So that's what about when Kylo and Rey were fighting the, the, the red soldiers, the Imperial soldiers or whatever they were? Oh, when they were or fighting those guys? Uh-huh. Yeah. After yeah. The, after the guard, the Imperial guard? Yeah. After they uh, they slit this dude in half. Yeah. Right? That was dope, right? Yeah, that was How dope. did he slit the guy in half? He used the force, right? Yeah. Trick to use it. He's like, ooh, I'm going to woo you with some trickery. And then, yeah, right in the, in the gut with the lightsaber from behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought when he did that, why didn't he use the force at any other point? Why were they fighting these regular stormtroopers or red Imperial soldiers? You know, like, yeah, just fucking zoom, throw them out. Like, what's up? You know, yeah, I know. They I, struggled I with you. those guys. I feel like there's a little, a little lack of consistency with the force there. Because if yeah. I was as powerful as these guys were, you know, I'd be just like, yo, man, you know, yeah, seriously. That's what Smoke was doing, right? He didn't yeah. touch anybody and he was moving this girl around like yeah. no big deal, you know? Exactly. He just straight up using the force. Exactly. So why not? Why did it stop? Selective force. I don't know. Exactly. Force amnesia there. Maybe. Yeah. Force Maybe. fatigue. Maybe he has like limited force energy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, looks like somebody wants to get a two cents in here, but there's no extra mic, so we're gonna have to wait. These uh, you want you want to say something? Come over. Come over and say something. Your 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 face looks like it's about to explode. Hold on. Cindy <laughs> intern's coming around. Apparently she has a hot take on Star Wars. Here it comes. All right, go ahead. You got thirty seconds. I just think that the part where Princess Leia goes out into space. And they totally just jacked that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where she starts, like, crystalling up. <laughs> and, like, no, don't do that. Star Wars, like, own your fucking balls. Okay. All right. Fair point. That's a good point. That. I respect Respect. It. Respect. Respect. Do we got a respect sound? <laughs> 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 you, ever, you remember listening? You ever listen to Adam Sandler's CDs back in the day? Yeah. Respect. Respect. Yeah, yeah. Respect. That's the same one as, uh. fucking respect. <laughs> That's the same one as, uh, go play with your cocking balls. balls, yeah. <laughs> and the goat. Oh, yeah, the goat. Oh, my God, dude. I was such an obnoxious teenager in high school listening to that CD yeah, me too. over and over and over again. Me too, bro. Me, <laughs> it was, all right, so when I was in high school, I was in band, right? Yeah. And we would go on trips in a bus. Uh-huh. Bunch of kids and clothes in a bus. Sometimes some kids like to take a nap while we're on a whatever hour bus ride. Yeah. Me and my boy were just in the back of the bus listening to that Adam Sandler CD, just <laughs> yelling out, Polychronopolis. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good one, dude. Pizza shit car. <laughs> yeah, pizza shit car. I got a pizza shit car. Oh, the Hanukkah song, everything. Yeah, yeah that was a good, good one, man. Good stuff. Did you listen to any of his other stuff afterwards? I don't know, maybe. Yeah? He had this thing called, uh, man, 
uh, one of the albums later on, I want to say it was like in mid-2000s, it was um, Nick Swartzen. Mm-hmm. You know him? Yeah. This part of his little rat pack of Adam Sandler guys. He, uh, he, he does this thing called Gay Robots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. He's like, <laughs> you know, he's doing all the robots. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I am here to help you. Let me suck on your cock and balls. And <laughs> it's like, it's super weird. <laughs> and it's super awkward. And Nick Swartzen like is hilarious, though, man. That guy's <laughs> so funny. But he's, he's funny as hell, man. Yeah. But he always plays that same little awkward. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, like oh what's guy. it? Uh, have you s- I saw this movie. I swear we're going to talk sports soon. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. Yeah, we. Saw, I saw this movie, uh, Haunted House, with uh, Marlon Wayans. Oh yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. a parody of it. like Paranormal Activity and stuff it's like a, that. It's, it's based on the ride at Disney World. Which one? The Haunted House ride. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. This is uh like the people who make scary movie. Oh okay okay, okay okay. There was a movie called The Haunted uh, Haunted House. Uh huh. Or The Haunting or something. Like that. I don't. know. I think it's Haunted House. And it's all f- and it's all like filmed with like. Um, uh, what do you call it? Security cameras and stuff like that. And it's supposed to be like a copy or like a parody of um, Paranormal Activity. Okay. So you see it through like the camera that he had set up. Like you see all these like the spirits like doing all this crazy shit and stuff yeah. like that. And um, oh god, there was there, it's just there was a bunch of shit. And Nick Swartzen plays a character in there. Uh huh. And it's the same. <laughs> he's supposed to be a psychic, but then he's like all infatuated with Marlon Wayans, and he's like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. And he's like, <laughs> and like the lights turn off when they turn back on. He's got like his hand in his crotch, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm protecting your balls. <laughs> 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 he's so cringy, like ah, but uh, it's funny as hell. I'm, I'm like one of, I'm secretly a huge fan of Marlon Wayans, bro. Bro, he's funny, <laughs> man. <laughs> People don't like him, man. I but like I love, him, dude. Yo. I love the Wayans brothers, man. I like, I, 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 I always catch um when I'm channel surfing late at night, and I see like those old and living color reruns and oh, stuff yeah, like, yeah. That, like that. Although the, you know, I used to watch as a kid growing up. I mm-hmm. used to watch the Wayans brothers all the time. Oh yeah, me too. And I love Pops and stuff yeah. like that, you know. But now I'll see. I don't know. I haven't gone back to watch it in years, and uh, mm-hmm. that, that one is. But I, if if Martin's on, I'm like, yo, Tina, yeah, yeah. put that on. <laughs> I love uh, I love Martin. But yeah, no. But the Wayne's brothers were like the shit, man. Like I like that. Dude. Yeah, dude. Wayne's were Wayne's brothers were good, and um, even the movies that did. Uh, don't be a menace to South Central. Oh. Drinking your juice in the hood. Come That's on. one of my favorite movies of that all time. Is, oh God, it's so ashtray. Yo, ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that was, uh, oh, Lord. I think that's probably his best one, right? No, those, those scary movies were pretty good, too. The scary movies are pretty good. White Chicks is good. And, you know, you I got an like admission to make. I got an admission to make. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen White Chicks. No? You would like it, dude. Yeah, everybody tells me it's, like, super funny. Yeah, you would I like it. That it. White Chicks is one of those movies where even if you don't like the Wayans Brothers, mm-hmm. you enjoy that movie. Yeah? Yeah. I got to go back and watch it. You got to watch it. I'll get myself a homework assignment. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, Marlon Wayans. Good stuff. Yep. Want to talk sports now? Yeah, let's do it. He needs to make a, a sports parody. I don't think they've ever done that. Yeah, he did. He did the, that movie, The Sixth Man, remember? Oh, yeah. Where, Where he's uh, a ghost. Yeah, he's a ghost playing basketball. Yeah, and He yeah, helps yeah. his brother out and stuff. But that's not like, you know how they're known for making parodies of real movies? Yeah. That's not that. Yeah, yeah that's true. I see you what know, you mean. You they ma- they know, they, they need to make a parody of existing, like, serious sports movies. Yeah. What's you a good I mean? serious basketball movie? Or uh, uh, Blue Chips. What's your okay? What's your go-to serious basketball movie? I don't have one. I'm fucking Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam. Come on, man. White man oh, can't no, jump, no, dude. No, not white man. That's not a serious sports movie to me. Okay. If, well, if, okay, if it's I'm a serious basketball movie, it has to be He Got Game. Uh, nah, I like. Um, white man can't jump is more comical to well, me. Well, okay, I, I, and I guess I meant serious, as in not a parody, is what I was saying. Not oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Uh, yeah, why Man Can't Jump, jump is, is, is amazing. Why Man Can't Jump is, if it's on, I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, have to. Gotta drop the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> why you spit on my Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Words that start with the letter Q. I love it. God, it's such an old joke we've done like a hundred times yes, already, but it's always good. It's, it's always good. good. It's good a hundred times. Never goes away. Um, no, but the other, you know, I, I, I've mentioned, have you ever watched Glory Road? Glory Road, no. About the UTEP basketball team that won the national championship in the 60s, first all-black first starting all five. No, I've never seen it. Bro, good? really good. Yeah? Yeah, really oh, the, good. The, the, that's the team that beat Pat Riley's Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Really, really good movie. Mm -hmm. Super, like, dope, dope, dope. Really, really fun to watch. Anyway. Yeah, I've heard of it. Never, I've never seen it, though. Yeah. I heard it's really good, though. And uh, anyway, oh, since uh, the last time we were on, did you see the, the Sandlot? I, I know we're going to talk sports. We're kind of slowly transitioning. We're talking movie sports. <laughs> um, did you see the Sandlot? Did the reunion with the cast? Yeah, yeah. That did was you find out why Benny the Jet wasn't involved? Did they explain that? No, but he's like a firefighter or something Okay, yeah, like that's the same thing I heard. Something yeah. like that. I guess he's working and just maybe he's out of showbiz or just. Maybe he's out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't be the Benny the Jet if he shows up there looking like ham. Exactly. You know what I mean? So Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot what shoe company put out the PF Flyers, like legit PF Flyers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Seen Probably Converse, no? Was it Converse? I'm, I assume they look like Converse. They look like Converse. Yeah. But, yeah. Maybe it was Converse. I don't know. Could possibly be. Um, but I did see, yo, Yaya. Huh? Yeah, I could Google it, but it's more fun when I like to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Yaya? What about Yaya? Did, bro, did you see him? Dude's ripped, right? bro. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys. He's just humongous. Yeah, he, he looks like he definitely looks like one of those Jersey Shore guys now. Oh yeah, like, for he sure. totally looks like one. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm Bertram, Bertram looks like he's back from the '60s. But yeah, like it wasn't survived. too rough on him. Yeah, he survived. And uh, Scotty Smalls, everybody looked good, man. Everybody looked good. It was nice to watch. I thought the the whole um, mm -hmm. the whole reunion was was well. It was done. It was done nice. Uh, Ham kind of looks the same. Oh, Ham looks identical. It's like, so he weird. He hasn't changed. He's just fatter and like taller you know it's just like slightly taller yeah like he's just <laughs> it's it's the same thing man it's so weird to see him man yeah like, uh, no facial hair or no anything. facial hair like he it looks like he's never had facial hair like yeah. his skin is just the same yeah it's just a, a giant kid um <laughs> but no this guy one one funny thing that i heard uh while i was watching that one of those little clips on on the thing you know the the line where he goes where he's telling uh, I think it was Squints was like Oh, you play ball like a girl at that point? No, 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 a side of it cuz they were talking about like the you play ball like a girl uh -huh. and you're killing me smalls as like the big what the the one-liners from the movie that are the most famous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? But then he says that the line where he goes, "Your my clothes are going out of style." Oh, yeah. You know, hurry up, my clothes are going out of style. Apparently in Japan, that's as big as you're killing me smalls. Oh, like that that that's that right. was like the line that took off. That's I thought right, that was pretty right. funny. That is funny. But anyway, okay. I think we got it. We got to transition. We got to transition. I've been blabbing around here about movies and such for, for way too long now. Yeah. So, and I got to go watch this other movie this weekend, though. Another Avengers. good sports movie, Benchwarmers. Bench. Oh, God. Benchwarmers, solid, bro. Yeah, dude. Solid. We got to do our top 10 we'll sports movies. Like, I'm going to do like a Next legit week. So oh, we top 10. You want to do a top 10 or, or a top 4? Hmm. We, uh, we haven't done our top 4 segment in a long time. We haven't done the top 4, but I feel like top 4 would just cause me to go nuts. I feel like I'd feel comfortable putting some stuff into seven and eight yeah. and debating that part too. Well, we can make it sports specific, like top four sports, I mean top four basketball or top four baseball, whatever. Maybe, maybe. We'll get back to it. Let's see. Baseball we'll have some fun comedy. with that next week. Yeah, next week. Next week, uh, hopefully have a, well, next week for sure we'll have uh, Fantasy Chris on the show. Yes. Because we're going to do a little draft yeah. recap. Oh, yeah. And uh, see about how fantasy implications yep. 
how really the draft stuff. affects our fantasy team. And you're gonna want to listen. Are you gonna invite? Are you gonna join his league? That dynasty league, or is that out of your? That's out of your realm, huh? Who, uh, Chris has a dynasty league. Yeah, man, you didn't I'll see join. it. If yeah. he invites me, I'll join. Okay, well, he's he invited. Uh, I gotta talk to you know, cause you know I'm the owner of Parte Pingas. Yeah. The defending champion of the the league, and my GM, you know, my guy who does all my uh -huh. moves. I gotta talk to him. Your weed guy. Huh? My weed. <laughs> 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 my weed guy. I gotta talk to him because I gotta see. I there's an opportunity to, to, to get an investment into this new league, this dynasty league here. Yeah. It's a, it's away from ESPN. It's away from Yahoo. It's a dynasty Is league. It CBS? It, no, it's like it's it's an actual like dynasty league. Like it's a website. It's all about dynasty. But you mm. you you draft guys and mm. you literally it's like you're a straight GM. Like you're keeping guys here and hoping that in two or three years they're gonna blow up. Yeah. So you can keep as many uh, players as you want from uh, your draft. So you oh. can draft your team now mm -hmm. and do it. So eventually, I feel like maybe I could build up a good team here because I trust my GM. You know, yeah. we have like the best partnership here, my weed guy. And uh, I thought that maybe we could sell our team in a couple of years. I'm looking at this as an investment. <laughs> we might have such a good team that somebody wants to get in on this fantasy league. I can sell my, my team. So yeah. I, don't, I really feel like an owner there. Exactly. Um, especially since the buy-in right now is free uh, for us. So. I want to check in with that. I got to talk to him. So if he's listening to this and I haven't talked to you about it, uh, there you go. Think about it. <laughs> well, that, why haven't you asked me, Chris? Yeah. I think What's you that? put it on the chat. You were probably just not paying oh, attention. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, man, that, that chat goes off so much that I, I put it on mute. Yeah. And when I check it, I just read from where, it's, from where it's, um, I am at the yeah, moment. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anything that happened before I saw it, that <laughs> never happened to me. But anyway, all right. And um, Speaking of bench warmers. Speaking of bench warmers. But white side, bro. That guy's a bum. That guy's a bum. I'm sorry. Putting it yeah, out there. Man. Whiteside. Dude, I've never seen a regression so hard. Bro, you know what we haven't done? Open up the pit, bro. Ooh. Open up the pit. There's, there's going to be a... We, we're going to throw a few guys in there, bro. I'm going to start with Whiteside. All seven foot, nothing of his ass. And just no heart, no passion, no fire. Oh, nothing. nobody doing it with blocks. Ain't nobody doing nothing with you, bro. Throw his ass in the pit, man. Oh, no! Who else? Yep. Who else is a, a no-show disappointment, man? I feel like everybody. Uh, on the Dirty team Sprite. Huh? Dirty Sprite. Dirty Sprite. Where's he been, man? He's out there wrestling with uh, with Dwight out on the on the yeah. beef farm. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, man. You know, Tyler Johnson, bro. He tries, but he just he didn't produce this season, oh, he's, man. I, I, we're gonna. You know? he, he didn't produce a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Is is bad, and 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 here's the thing, man. The the Heat. I said it a couple of weeks ago when we were talking, and I think now it's really come around full circle. And that is that we are just a four-win improvement. Three regular season mm -hmm. wins and one playoff win. Not a playoff series win, one actual playoff game yeah. that we won. So this whole 30-11, and 11-30 and 30 thing that we debated and we, you know, that was a sales pitch. The team. What was the sales pitch? The 30-11. and 11. And I'll, and I'll explain. I'll explain. The, the team, mm -hmm. you know, said, hey, buy into us. You know, we feel like we're 30 and 11. We're not 11 and 30. You no, know? bro. You, you keep saying that. No, and I keep correcting you that people said they're going to be somewhere no, in the middle. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody said, said they were okay. going to be 30 and 11, bro. Tell but me who said that. Bro, Everybody nobody, said okay, they were going to be in the middle. Nobody said they were going to be 30 and 11, but nobody said that they were going to be where they finished, which was 41 and 41. Okay? Nobody no, said that said they were going to be that. People said they were going to fall somewhere in between 11 and 30 and 30 and 11. Okay, but nobody would have expected that where we finished that year, before we even went on this adventure this year, mm -hmm. that that was already the ceiling right there. 
to and finish, that's what, the problem. Like, like a little above 500? No, which was 500. Last right now, this season. year, yeah, yeah. yeah, right now this year, we went three games better. Yeah. That ceiling is the mm -hmm. same. So basically what I'm saying is that whatever we were sold, it didn't work. And now, unfortunately, bro, I, this is dark, bro. This is dark. Like, legit, I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at this roster. I'm looking at, at the future. Bro, there's no future. This, I see one of two things happening here, okay? Yeah. One, most probable, is we have to eat these contracts up because these guys have way too many years. One thing is if there was a bunch of expiring contracts and we can get rid of them because, you know, cap relief for us and cap relief for the next team. But Whiteside is the one who's closest. to He's got two years left. You know, Johnson's got three. Deion Waiter is all injury prone in, uh, on IR. He's, he's got three years. Bumpy's got like two more years or something like that. We got a lot of bad contracts here for a lot of role players and not a superstar, not an all-star, not anything worthwhile, bro. You know? Yeah. The kind of money that we spent on these guys, we could have just spent it on some cheaper players somewhere else. We overpaid for, for, for glue guys, for mm -hmm. culture guys. We were all buying into this whole what culture theme. That what, what I agree we overpaid is in years. Years and money. Years, but and money. money. It, money, goes, it goes you, hand in there hand. Was nobody, it goes hand in hand. Th you have to spend the money first of all. I get and it. There's not, there wasn't anybody else. I get it. These but look, the, only the guys that were available. You was a pay good them. contract. The Olenek contract was a good contract. Oh yeah, that was a great contract. That was a because great he contract. Because he overplayed his contract. But here's the thing, but we also paid him at, a, at an acceptable value. We overpaid as well with the other guys. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We overpaid with a lot of these guys. And we were because just... Because the reason we overpaid is because all, like, there was nobody else to sign. And those guys had shown a lot of progression they yeah. when when we when they signed those contracts yeah. and, so and and unfortunately that progression that we mm -hmm. saw that was the ceiling yeah, there's yeah. nothing but better we're not going to get anything better out of any look, of these guys if you look into the heat's past mm -hmm. right every single time they bring in guys those guys progress yeah. consistently yeah. throughout their years. Yeah. So there was no reason to think that these guys wouldn't do the same. I, no, I get it. I get it. I understand. You know, and it's easy to look back now and say, oh, yeah, that was bad because these guys didn't well, do that, that. No, and I'm not saying that, uh, that I wasn't on board with this and I'm trying to say, mm -hmm. oh, I never thought we should do this. I was back then. I did think that if, if going back to it back then, I, I, and I remember talking about this on the show a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. was that I was all for, hey, let's just blow this whole thing up. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was great, but I, I remember clearly saying this is not the kind of structure that Riley um, strives for. This isn't this isn't no, a no. Riley. He goes for his he whales, goes, as he, he calls goes them. for his whales, and he which he did do. He just didn't I succeed. I know, but but what I was what I'm saying is, what we did was very uncharacteristic, yeah. and not what I thought we should do, and not who I thought we were. I once we did it, I was like, all right, whatever. This is what we're going with. But what I'm saying is, at that time. Well, I not, was all for. I don't see it as this is what we're going with. I see it as this is what we're left with after yeah, not succeeding, signing. Yeah, however you want to phrase it. But that, but the point is, it's either that or blow the whole thing up. And they were like, all right, well, mm -hmm. we'll try to keep these guys and give it another run. But the, that's the thing. Riley doesn't uh, tank. Yeah. He doesn't do that. But he doesn't. But he did. He did. Remember, before we got LeBron, mm -hmm. we won like 15 games, dropped everybody, and traded everybody, and we were in a position where we were tanking. We had the number two pick with Beasley and all that stuff. He, he understands what you need to do, but he also had a, pl a plan two years before it happened, you know? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have the, the, the vision that he did back then. Well, also, he, he, if, you, if you ask Riley three years ago where he would be today, maybe not three, four years ago, he would probably tell you that LeBron is still on this team. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, of like course. He, he was completely blindsided by LeBron leaving, yeah. by Chris Bosh's blood clots. Mm -hmm. Like, the, there was no... Oh, yeah, and that's... that's 
That's that's you know? another side story to it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, going back to you know a little over a year ago when we were in this position after the the 500 season, mm-hmm. and we tried to go after these big free agents and we struck out a miss. Yeah. On everything. Now we had money to spend, and we did spend it on you know X Y Z guys, and now we're biting us in the ass. But I, what I, like I said, but listening back to the shows from back then, I do remember just feeling like, man, this isn't what we do. This, I, I was hoping, you know, for the best, but I was also feeling like, man, this isn't what we do. This isn't the kind of structure that we run. This isn't the kind of team that we, that we aspire to be. It's different. Now, with that being said, hindsight's twenty twenty. However, the saying goes. Mm-hmm. But what can we look at now, moving forward? Now that we've been eliminated. Because if you look that that 500 year to now, we we got back Wade, which was the one difference. Yeah. Right. We improved three wins, and then we went to the playoffs and got embarrassed. We got embarrassed, yeah. man. We Good won way. one game. We had a nice little Wade moment there with the 28 points in the, in the fourth quarter and the and the nice win in Philly. But we got embarrassed. We got yeah. blown out. Yeah. Banked around. Like everybody's it, saying well, that Philly looked like such a better team. Oh yeah. Like way better. Like leaps and bounds and every, ahead of us. What's funny is every game, every game was exactly the same. Yeah. Close at the half, and then in the third quarter, third, they ran fourth away. Third quarter, there was one. You know, it, yeah. whether it goes away, it pulls away in the third quarter, or pulls away in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's just, but then when they pulled away, it was just ugly. Yeah. It was ugly, and this was the ba- this was two ideologies here with two different franchises. You had the ideology of the Heat with their culture, and you know what? We're gonna give our guys a chance, and mm-hmm. you know we don't do this whole tanking and rebuilding thing like you were talking about. You know, and, and we're gonna we're gonna go at it this way, and we feel like we're you know we got the right pieces, we're a piece or two away. And then you look at the other ideology in Philadelphia, which is you know trust the process. Hey, yeah. we're gonna tank, we're gonna suck for a bunch of years, we're gonna collect these draft picks. They weren't counting on these guys like three straight years of the number one pick getting hurt and having to miss a whole season. Yeah. You know, they weren't counting on that, but yeah, it happened. It ended up helping them. It, it ended the up helping run. them. But, dude, you're looking at these two ideologies, and nobody will say that where we are is even a quarter of, of, of where we could be compared to these people. You know what I no, mean? Like I mean these right, look, right now, Philadelphia is oh, obviously yeah, in a better position than we are. No, uh, like but, so but far as an, better as, position. Yes, but as an organization, the Miami Heat have just been so much more consistent. They have been consistent, like, but I think right now, of course, but that happens no, to no, every, no. any what organization. What I think right now is that I think we've hit a wall right now that's going to affect our consistency because I feel like we're we're at a wall that's too high to jump over and too wide to come to go around. Dude, like every we, every we, there's nothing we can do, man. Every organization inevitably hits that wall. Nobody is the greatest for yeah, forever. But Look, even the Spurs, it. even the Spurs right now are hitting a wall. Yeah, but the, the Spurs have been even more consistent than the yeah, Heat. Yeah, but you know what the Spurs have? They still got Kawhi Leonard, bro, and they still got Barely. LaMarcus Aldridge. Do they, do they, they have still, Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, they're gonna keep him, or and if they don't, uh, tra- if they do trade him, hey, they're gonna get assets for him because he's oh, valuable. Of course. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we have nothing, bro. Who's gonna take Whiteside and his this horrible performance that he put up, mm-hmm. this bad attitude, this whole lackadaisical like approach to everything? Nobody's gonna take him. This overinflated contract. Nobody's gonna want him. We have no assets to trade. We have no draft picks. Mm-hmm. We have nothing, bro. No, like, I mean, we there's really, there's like a I team said, out there that has no big man at all, and but and they're if, not if gonna trade, give us anything for there's, him, bro. There's things out there, bro. There's I, things I out trust, there. I trust Andy Ellisberg mm-hmm. and and the staff, and maybe finding. A loophole or, or convincing somebody, hey, this is a good deal for you. But realistically they have, speaking. They have their uh, 2019 first-round draft pick to trade away. Yeah, but you know what? The Clippers have two draft picks. Uh, oh, uh, of course. Brooklyn has, I don't know how many. Uh, everybody is has way better assets than what we have. Like right yeah. now, 
looking at our assets, looking at our positioning and everything, we're at the bottom, dude. There's so many yeah. more teams ahead of us. No, and the whole lure of like, hey, we're Miami, we're Florida, no taxes, this and that. Like, come down here, this culture. No, their that best, it's taking a the hit Heat's, every day. The Heat's best chance is a sign and trade. But where where the player mm -hmm. has to make the decision of where he wants to go because you, in that case you know you you the team is going to get the, the team that we're trading with is going to get what we can offer because they're they're going to lose their guy anyways like for example yeah. Boogie Cousins yeah right the reports are that he's not that the Pelicans are not going to offer him the kind of contract that he wants okay so if the he can offer the Pelicans you know a white side plus maybe Justice Winslow or something plus that First round pick of 2019. Okay. That's that's you know. But but now but it's again, pretty comparable. But think about it. If we offer all that to get a guy like Boogie Cousins, mm -hmm. who's just I mean I like the guy. He's good. But he also has this looming cloud that hangs over him that he's not a guy. Yeah, he no, doesn't. No, he's he's on, a he's on the a head case. Yeah. On the surface, he but doesn't he look like produces. he would. I know he produces, but on the surface, he doesn't look like he fits into this type of culture that we've been building here. And then on top of that, we'd have to give away Winslow, which is the one. No, I'm not, I, I, just, I just threw that, that name on there, but it could but be I'm anybody. But I'm just saying, that and the first-round pick, so we're giving mm -hmm. away even more assets to get a guy. Like, it would, I just, bro, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm just super pessimistic right now. I feel like it's one mm -hmm. of two things, okay? And that's what I was saying earlier. One option is we ride this out. Next year, we keep these same guys, mm -hmm. we suck it up, and we wait a couple of seasons till these contracts start looking more tr uh, attractive and appealing to to other teams so that then we can trade them away. Or just and wait till the contracts run out. Yeah, but that's... Can you, do you really think, like, is that something that Miami fans want to hear? Hey, endure sucking or being mediocre for the next couple of years while we write out these bad contracts because we've dug ourselves a hole. Or the only other option that I could see that could change something here would be, and it's still a slight possibility, that mm -hmm. LeBron jumps ship and comes back here. If LeBron, because there have been some, some talk about him coming here. Now, we don't have the finances to get him. But then again, maybe there's a sign and trade. Maybe yeah. there's... Maybe there's a type of discount. Yeah, it'll be the same as the first time that LeBron came here. You know, there Cleveland is going to lose him anyway, so they do a sign and trade. Maybe. So maybe there's something that could be worked out, and that could be the only saving grace yeah. that I could see that could keep fans interested. Because if not, bro, I'm scared, bro. This team, mm -hmm. you know no, how this city is, bro. You yeah. know how this city is. If you start being mediocre, and, and as much as people buy into the culture and yeah. buy into to, to the ownership and the administration and the management, as much as they buy into that, People only go to see winners, man. This yeah. is a shitty sports town. It yeah, really but, is. But um, I think the Heat have built, built up enough credibility where they have a, a couple of years worth of sucking before fans start to jump ship. I don't know. You know what that's I mean? It's not going to happen from one year to the next. That's, that's, where I, that's where I'm scared, bro. That's where I, don't, I, 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 I see differently than you, bro. I see this town, and I see this. If the Miami Heat is not a hot ticket and they're playing mediocre, people are not going to care, bro. They're going to go jump ship to something else. Remember, at the end of the day, as... as as big as, and we've said this before on the show, as big as the Heat were, the Heat went to four straight NBA Finals. They won back-to-back -back championships. There was parades down Biscayne Boulevard and everything, right? Uh -huh. We did all that stuff. As big as that was and as hot as basketball was at that moment, this is still a football city. And the moment the Dolphins ever win a Super Bowl again, this whole city will shut down operations. The, all, all of Dave County will close for a day <laughs> to, come to accommodate for a parade that would start at, at, at Biscayne and go all the way to Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Because, th like, people here, no matter what, are always going to be a football town. Yeah, and but football's been around here since, exactly. what, 50s, 60s? Since 1966, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it's just... And basketball's been around since 88. So. <laughs> so more so why I think that there's not that, 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 uh, that 
oh, we've bought two years that they can suck. No, but there are. I don't think people will a, buy into that, bro. There's generations of of kids mm -hmm. that grew up only knowing the Heat to be awesome. Yeah. They've never seen a bad Heat team. I get that. And those kids, but they, those they're never gonna jump ship. They're never gonna jump ship. But you know what? You just said it. They're still kids. Their dads, their mm -hmm. parents, they didn't grow up on that. They were like us. And if so they're what? not interested, they're not going to go take their kids to see a parents shitty product. take kids to the sports that they want to go to, not yeah, to the sports bro, that the parents want to go to. you can't bank on that stuff, bro. This is, if this was course, like... man. More marketing 101. You market to kids. No, yeah, no, bro. It's it's cigarette it's companies market to kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. No, but I'm just saying, this isn't like Kansas City where, you know, you only have the Royals or you have, you know, the Chiefs and you have just a couple of teams and it's... There's not much to do. This is Miami, dude. There's stuff to do every weekend. And it's hard, bro. It's hard to get people to go to seats. And any when you have something that's worked really well for you, like the Heat have had for a few years, and all of a sudden it's at risk, it's it's a scary proposition, man. Yeah. Plus, Riley's getting older, man. I know that. Yeah, yeah. That's why he he's a he has a win now mentality. That's yeah, why he hasn't. Bro. That's why he's not using that trust the process thing, like let rebuilding or whatever yeah. for the future. But I feel like we're getting handcuffed you know? into backing into that right now. Yeah. Now I mean, anyway. I wanna now going back to Whiteside. Yeah. I wanna I wanna those okay, so there's you, okay. I wanna compare something here. I wanna you look at a guy like Whiteside, and then you look at a guy like Westbrook. All right, Westbrook right now is on the verge of getting uh booted out of the first round. You know me, I've been a big Westbrook fan. Yeah, me too. And I like the Brody. I think he's I think he's sick. I think he's everything he, I, I was making the argument that to me, mm -hmm. the fact that he, he hit back to back um triple double seasons. Yep. Oh shit, Cavs just hit a LeBron drills three at the buzzer to help Cavs stun Pacers 98-95 and take 3-2 series lead. Oh, bastard. There goes that, bro. Okay, he's just, damn, he's good. Anyway, um, <laughs> so where was I going? This? Oh, Westbrook. Westbrook, okay. yeah. So Westbrook. I had my all-star, I mean, not all-star, my MVP balloting. Uh -huh, your people MVP care vote? about my MVP balloting. Yeah. I have LeBron one, and after Westbrook did this back-to-back triple doubles, I put him at two and Harden at three, which nobody has Westbrook at two. You know, but I have to because if I value stats and accomplishments and historical ac achievements, then I have to, you know, weight that. Um, with that being said, I still don't put anybody above LeBron. But now, dude, Westbrook is on the verge of getting eliminated from the playoffs. He's managed to get Durant out of there. He has, I know, I know Melo's washed up, but everybody's talking about, P, you know, PG, Paul George. Mm -hmm. And he's got Steven Adams still. He's got a city that loves him. He's got all this stuff. There's starting to get a little worried, bro. Like, you know what? This is a bad. This is a bad look for him. You yeah. know, he's got all the assets that, you, that, that he didn't probably. have before, mm -hmm. and now you're getting bounced. So it's starting to seem like, man, there's something there. And you look at the guy, and he's super passionate. He's super embroiled, and he's super hyped up. Um, so now what I wanted to, what I wanted to, like, talk about here a little bit is you have a guy like that, which in the NFL side right now with the draft coming up, a guy that they compare a lot to Westbrook as far as having that spirit, that fiery competitiveness, that cockiness is Baker mm -hmm. Mayfield. Yeah. Right? And I was wondering, man, for you, as a – maybe you go back to when you played amateur sports, you know, back uh -huh. in your heyday, or just, you know, as a fan watching it, or, or what, you, what you think about this. But do you prefer a guy – do you prefer a guy on your team, let's say like a white side, who you have to kind of like – like, you know he's got the skill. Mm -hmm. Skill's un unquestionable. But the passion, the drive, the intensity is a little too lackadaisical sometimes. And you feel like, man, you constantly got to get on him. Come on, man. And when he gets there, it's good, you know? Like, he, he's into it and stuff. But you feel like you got to push a guy and you got to motivate him and you got to get him. Or do you think 
the other X spectrum of it, which a guy like Westbrook, you saw how he was all pissed off at uh, Rubio for dogging him on in the in the game prior, and then he said, "Oh, next game I'm stop that shit," and he was all fired up, and then he got like four fouls in the first half. Yeah, he was all. He's the opposite. Yeah, he's like too hyped up, too hyped, right? Yeah. And then you gotta <laughs> go up to him like, "Yo, yo, hey, calm it down, calm it down. I know what you're capable of, but you're you're tone it down a little bit. So, you know, like anything in life, there's mm-hmm. gotta be a balance, right? Yeah. But when you can't have a balance, what do you prefer? Oh, a guy man. that you gotta hype down or a guy that you gotta hype up? Like to that's, me, I, that's rough because the white side type of player yeah. where you gotta ha- where you gotta constantly hype him up. Yeah. Super frustrating. Super frustrating. So fucking frustrating. I hate playing with that guy. Mm-hmm. But then the guy like Westbrook, yeah. where he's always like too intense. Yeah. It's mad annoying. Yeah. It's you distracting. Know? And yeah. yeah, it's distracting. You just want to tell him to shut the fuck up, get out of your face, and go away. Yeah. But that's, I, I don't know, man. I honestly don't answer that. One, that's yeah. a tough one. I was thinking about that, and, and I feel like people, uh, um, you know, they've been talking about Baker Mayfield being like a guy like this, mm-hmm. and trying to differentiate the two, like when it comes to basketball and when it comes to football. And I feel like in football, I kind of want that fired up guy who, mm-hmm. I feel like in football, it translates more yeah. to more success, a guy like a Westbrook. And yeah, I feel like in basketball, maybe it's the other I way think, around. I think for football, in Baker Mayfield's case, you want it because. You want that out of you. You want a, uh, the that leadership, I guess, yeah. out of your QB, yeah. out of the quarterback. You know, Westbrook, if he was a quarterback, you know, well, I think he's the quarterback of the team. You know, I mean, he is. He is as a point I guard. Guess. Just, everything yeah. goes through him. You know, it's it's essentially the same thing, but it just doesn't translate. But as it's well not the same. Basketball, basketball and football. Yeah. yeah, it's not the same. It just trips me out, man. I I just I scratch my head at times, and I'm like, man, like it's it's true. It's like you said, it's so frustrating, and then the other one is so annoying. Yeah. And I don't know what's worse, being frustrated or being annoyed. Exactly. Yeah. It's horrible, dude. Yeah. I can't think of any other situation where it's like, you know, comparable, but dude, this whole white side thing, you'd rather be annoyed? Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think it, both it, have know, their, their if, perks. If they're both good, then whatever. I, honestly, whichever one you throw at me, as long as they're both producing. Yeah, except in this case right now, they're both not. You know, at least the yeah. examples I gave you, yeah, well, obviously... True. You know, Whiteside just they couldn't get under him any, enough. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, bro. I like, like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about our our real parkour days. Yes. Our our <laughs> our amateur Go back to our glory days. days here, bro. I remember when we played with all those South Americans, and they would always get red carded. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh God! They they were really good players. They were good players. We would win games and shit, but yep. every like every other game, at one of those guys was getting red carded. Yeah, like, that that playoff game that we had, we oh. lost our. Our our striker who was like killing oh, it in the yeah. league. Forlan. This guy, yeah, this guy, Forlan, uh, Palermo. Oh, Palermo. Yeah, that guy. This guy was like, it was it was it was unfair. This guy probably, I think he played like Division Two in Uruguay or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, he was on our team, and it was like a you know an adult recreation league, and <laughs> he was dogging everybody. Yeah. But then, like, I I, I still remember. The details a little bit. It was the first like couple of minutes of the game. Their defender gets under his skin, and he was too fired up. He headbutted the guy. <laughs> gets, he's a dandum. He eats a dandum, you know. Bam, headbutted him. The ref sees it. He gets a red card. Then his boy, who's our our one of our defenders, is also like super hyped up. Goes yeah. over there and starts arguing. Goes to punch the guy that you know caused him to headbutt him, and he gets a red card. We lost our two of our top three players in like a matter of like a minute, and then the rest of the game we played down two men against a really good team yeah. and that was the end of our season yep. so yeah it's uh and it's I think, frustrating <laughs> i think we were first or second place going into that game uh, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah no, we'll, go we were, we'll go with that we'll go with that we were doing really well that season we were, we were, yeah we know we were we were definitely uh it was it was a better season was my birthday I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. No, I think that was the, that was before your time. That was before. That was another time we lost yeah. in the playoffs. That was yeah. <laughs> we had a good history of uh, 
Losing we in the we had a good history of losing in the playoffs, especially losing in penalty kicks. That was a very stressful time. No, oh, but anyway, all right. I always made my penalties. So I'm know, yeah, no, Gus <laughs> undefeated in his penalties, never lost. Anyway, never now, okay. Well, what's your <laughs> let's real quick, real quick. What is your favorite personal rail parkour moment? Oh man, personal. Okay, like like that I was a part of. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It's something that you did or happened something to you. Something that I whatever. did? Yeah. Oh, my, my all-time career highlight is my, my one uh, penalty kick, my one goal. <laughs> I had the record for most appearances. I think I was second on the team for most appearances. Yeah. In, a in a stretch of, like, I don't know, what, like eight years that we played, uh, I missed, like, maybe just a couple of games. I think John was the only one who played more than me. Nice. And I, uh, I got to score my one goal was the penalty kick, and it was the, by far the worst, ugliest penalty kick ever. I almost missed the ball when I kicked. I healed it. It bounced two times, and the goalie had dove, and he just saw <laughs> it bounce by him. And it was just, I celebrated <laughs> like I, you know, like I, like I, like yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. But uh, oh, you you panenka him, bro. Oh yeah, it was it was, it was sweet. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite moment. Um, right. another moment that I always look back and I smile at was um when John, our def the, the our central defender, our center back, our center back. He was this, uh, you know, he only speaks English. Yeah. So oh, for yeah. our viewers. And then our right back was uh, Noel, and he's an Argentinian guy who only speaks Spanish. Yeah. And Noel and, and John are, are talking. And I would see them every once in a while. I would catch them talking. Either he was trying to speak Spanish or, or this guy was trying to speak English. And I always found it so amusing because as soon yeah. as I, it was, it was like, uh, it was like watching an animal out in the, in the wilderness. Like you can't get too close because then it'll, sh it'll scare them away. <laughs> you know, so I would like approach quietly and try to see what they were talking about or, or, or chime in or something. And then they would see me and they both get embarrassed and they just, like, yeah. just spur away. <laughs> yeah, man. So, oh, yeah, those are, those are what's two funny, things. What's funny out. about that is I remember seeing that too. Like Noel. Speaks only Spanish, but yeah. he, he can understand some English. Yeah, he can and understand. John is the opposite. Yeah. You know, only speaks English, but he can understand some Spanish. It's like the Spanish. perfect odd couple. So weird. Know? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was funny. I've well, seen like I've seen couples like that, like actual, oh, yeah? like romantic couples. Yeah, wow. seen That's that before. Be tough, man. That's really weird. Yeah. Well, I think we have some in our in in my not yeah. my immediate family, but in your group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Then the intern's aunt. Oh. Yeah, I oh, think yeah? it's a little bit of like that. That's but anyway, um, but what's your what are your moments? Mine, what's your moment? my favorite one is uh, I, f I forget which season it was, but we played with a like we invited a bunch of young kids to play with us. Uh huh. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of like frat boys or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hated all those kids, man. <laughs> 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 they were so obnoxious. They were they were the annoying Westbrook kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids. For sure. The, no, no, no. No, no, no. We had I some guys know. on our team. No, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but there's this one kid in particular. Really, uh -huh. he's the only one that bothered me because he was just too much. But it was um, it was a, a semifinal game or, or one of the playoff games. I forget. Uh huh. And it was extra extra time, and he passes the ball to me like right outside the box, and I just one touched it, bam, right into the top corner. Yeah. It was badass goal, dude. Nice. I, yeah, that, that was my favorite moment. Ah, fuck you. I and I was like, I couldn't <laughs> go like that. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what was so funny to me about that moment is that here this kid that I hate passes me the ball, and then I'm there celebrating with him. Oh yeah, for sure. I love <laughs> That's you, sports, man. bro. Yeah. And, how often do you think that happens in oh sports, man? God. So many times. I mean, as a goalie, I got, uh, you know, one of the things that I look back and laugh is how many different ways I got scored on sometimes. <laughs> 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 There's some bad ones, man. I yeah. think, I think uh, you know, I, I can look back and laugh at it, but at the time, I was just like, wow. I remember one time a guy knuckled one so hard from distance and, s like, really fast that I legit, I just got stuck on the ground, and the ball went by me, and I just fell on my ass. I didn't <laughs> even jump. I just, eh, you know, like yeah. just, I didn't know what to do. Like my body just would not react. And then uh, I got scored on from off a kickoff one time. 
I think that was like four years time, one of our early seasons. What do you mean off a kickoff? Like right off the midfield, like right after the kick, like the, I think the second half just started, uh -huh. and we were down already like four or five nothing. This is back when we were really, really bad. And they just passed the ball out, you know, like to start the second half. And the guy uh -huh. passed it. I was still walking back to the goal, and the guy kicked it from midfield oh, over shit. me. Like, ah! Got it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, it was a bad day. But, um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> those, are, those are bad days. But you know what's good days is uh, I actually think the NBA is in a really good spot right now. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of stars. NBA does the best job of promoting their individual stars. Well, it's in it, well, it's in it, it's in look at me sport, yeah, you know. Yeah. In NFL, I can tell you the names of some of these guys, and you don't know what they look like because they wear yeah. helmets. But there's you know a lot I mean? of there's a lot of look at me sports. Like uh, we've done, I've done this baseball and soccer are look at me sports. Yeah, but remember, there's no helmet. That's there's no saying. helmet. It's a big deal. Yeah. Like I showed you, I, I remember that time in the chat where I showed you a picture of, uh, oh my God, AJ Green. AJ Green. And yeah. I said, hey, this guy has been to so many Pro Bowls, has this many yards, this many touchdowns, that. And I was like, can you guys name who this guy is? And nobody in the chat knew it was AJ yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah, no. Because you don't know what he looks like. It's it's a it's a look at me sport, but with a with a, with a facade, you know. So it's. That's why they need to go back to wearing those leather helmets, dude. Yeah, you know, so fuck it up. Yeah, man. that that'll get rid of uh, targeting and all that shit. Yeah, but anyway, I think with the NBA right now, it's I I look at it and I feel like it's in a really good in a really good spot in the sense that I re okay right now when you think of the NBA you look at the last 3 years with the uh with the finals right you have mm -hmm. Cleveland and uh Golden the Warriors State. right we can obviously look now and see that the Spurs dynasty is is you know it's shifted it's no I mean man who's like he's Tom Brady right now he's still balling up at 40 How um Tony Parker he's no longer Tony Parker yeah. Tim Duncan's obviously gone you still have Pop and Pop's the coach yeah um but that whole the culture and the identity of the Spurs is still the same, but the, the faces have changed. Um, you look at the Warriors, this, they're on track to go to their fourth straight finals. Um, even their big guys, their guys like Duran and Curry, they're getting up there. They, we, we don't realize it, but they've been around for a long time. Yeah. You know, like some of these guys have been around for a long time. We still we take LeBron for granted every, every game because he's been – this is 15th season, man. Yeah, it's crazy. How many more can he really – play it, he defies yeah. you know uh, he defies reason with his his body and and what he's capable of doing this in his 15th season he's going to retire before his skills diminish i think i, I, I don't, I don't think so. he's going to let himself I, I become a i would hate to see him like yeah, like player. how kobe was his last season or yeah. kevin garnett sitting on the bench averaging mm -hmm. like 3 points a game you know like yeah, i don't want to see gonna let that himself get to that even even wade now like he, you feel like he, wade is on that like he's he's on that fence where he's looking over at one side and it's like man it's decline or and this is where I used to be, you know, and it's like, which, where am I? Can yeah. I stay in the middle? I think he could still do it for another season. I hope he comes back. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Um, and I think he deserves a, a proper farewell, you know, a proper send off. Yeah. I, I, I would really be sad if that was the, that's it. He got eliminated by Philadelphia in the first round, and that's the end of him. Yeah. Um, but you look at that. But I, I'm looking at this, man. I'm giving you four names, hero. Okay. Okay. Anthony Davis, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm -hmm. Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons. All these guys well, are mad young. You can't. You're leaving out Donovan Mitchell. No, I know. And uh, well, that's the thing. There's there's a lot of other guys out there, um, but I'm just giving you four right there yeah. that I feel like that's that next wave of guys. Yeah. You know, before LeBron and his posse and that 03 draft mm -hmm. came in and they became you know the big players. You had you know the AIs and the Kobe's and yeah. you had those other guys, the KGs and stuff like that from the late 90s, the Paul Pierce's, and I feel like this next wave. Bro, they, they don't look like the players that, you know, used to play back in the day. You know, Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo is just legit. He's a Greek freak. Yeah. You know, Joel Embiid is 
He's seven foot tall shooting three pointers, man. Like, are you yeah, kidding yeah. me, bro? No, the game has changed. It's totally changed. Anthony Davis is is putting up ridiculous stats. The Pelicans, we didn't even mention it, but the Pelicans swept the number three seed, you know, yeah. which was a super hot team, you know, in uh in in Portland. Mm -hmm. So it's just and then the guy that out of all these up and coming guys that I'm like looking at and I'm like, bro, this guy's just gonna be so nasty. Ben Simmons, bro. Yeah, he Ben Simmons just looks, just, it looks it, easy. As soon for as him. he develops a jump shot, that's Bro, it. It's over. It looks easy for him, man. He just I don't understand how that guy in college, he's so far better than anyone on the court. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how in college just a couple years ago, like when he was playing at LSU, like they just I mean, how bad were the rest of the players? You know, it just it shows yeah. you. Well, maybe he just he, um, he didn't make the tournament. He didn't even make the tournament. Yeah, I know. You know, in his one season in, in college. And now here he is in his first season. He's dude, he's leading this team and he is so good, bro. Like, it's yeah. just, it's fun to watch. I like. And this is, bro, this is those little generational shifts that you see in sports, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is that new wave of players that are coming in. And you're seeing it in baseball. Where you, you've already been seeing it in baseball now. You know, you got your Bryce Harpers, your Mike Trouts. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're the, I think the, the old days of Pujols and Jeter and all those guys, that's gone, bro. Yeah. You know? I think Le LeBron was the first of this type of player. You know what I mean? Where he, he plays, like, outside of what he looks like he should play defying yeah defying you know? uh, the norms exactly yeah exactly he's he's something man and i feel like we're just gonna see more of that because obviously he inspires other people to do that you know guys mm -hmm. that thought oh well i had to play this position only this way wait but lebron does it this way ben yeah. simmons is is like what six foot ten or he's something six like ten, that dude. six ten and he's playing point guard yeah you know joel Embiid is seven foot tall and he's shooting threes like, all of a sudden, like, hey, I can spot back and shoot a three. When back in the day, if you're seven feet, you're just backing up into the basket, and that's it, dude. Yeah. You know? And that's – and unfortunately, when you look at Philadelphia and you see that the, the pieces that they have and the potential that they have, that's that's what you were seeing. And you look at us, we thought we had something great with Whiteside, and instead we got Roy Hibbert, you know, because that's exactly what he's <laughs> become, dude. That's An what overpaid he, that's Roy what he Hibbert, turned bro. into, man. It sucks, man, because Whiteside, bro, he was progressing. He 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 sucked at free throws. He figured out how to shoot free yeah, throws. He, he had zero jump shot. He developed the jump shot. But then this season, for some reason, every time you pass him the ball, he was clumsy as fuck. He would drop the ball. He yeah. would get the ball stolen from him. It's a head scratcher, and, bro. Uh, it was it was so weird. Like head what's, scratcher, what's, man. Just what's in his head, dude. And not just that. Just talking the, to his goldfish too much, man. The intensity just not there. Yeah. Just everything. What'd you say? Talking to his goldfish too much. <laughs> <laughs> Watching too much SpongeBob and shit. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, all right, let's wrap up. Uh, NBA talk. Let's wrap up our number one. I think we're good. I think we're good for yeah. All right.